G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Managing Director Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby is joining me on the phone once again, as we do on a Monday. How are you going, Lyle? I'm doing really well, thanks, Tracy. Well, things are back and running as far as uh, political circles go. We know that there's a, an election coming up in two states next month. Last week, the Greens bill, Senator Richard Di Natale's bill, to stop the Lord's Prayer being prayed in Parliament, uh, that was voted down by the Senate. Yes, it was, Tracy. Um, very interesting to see that uh, where the priorities of the Greens lie. Uh, first week of Parliament back for the year, and the first thing the Greens have put into the Senate is a motion to try and uh, erase the Lord's Prayer from the Parliament uh, at the start of each day. But uh, fortunately, it was given short shrift, uh, both Labor and the uh, coalition combined in the Senate, and uh, it didn't get past first base. And uh, that's, that's pleasing to see. But uh, we're going to have to continue to be ever vigilant um, to ensure that we don't see this important part of our cultural heritage as part of the ceremonial opening of the Parliamentary Day uh, taken away. But uh, certainly lots of uh, Christians made their voices heard, and uh, that's really pleasing to see. Yes, his argument, Senator Di Natale's argument, was that faith should be a private matter. Yeah, that's extraordinary, Tracy. Um, as if to say that anyone who has, has a, a particular faith uh, can't uh, articulate ideas that are based on their faith and bring that into the parliament. I mean, how, how absurd. Everyone has some sort of a worldview or ethical frame of reference from which they uh, derive their ideas. Um, you know, whether, whether you're a Muslim or a Christian or a, a secular humanist uh, or, or whatever, uh, ideas just don't come in a vacuum. And, of course, faith informs ideas, um, particularly for Christians, ideas around compassion and justice, uh, all of these things. So how how you can be expected to, to leave your faith at the door as you walk into Parliament is just absurd. And uh, it really is, um, I think, you know, just a, a, you know, a veiled uh, attack at, at Christianity trying to, to further marginalise it. Um, but a ridiculous proposition. Thankfully, both Labor and the Coalition saw through it, and uh, Di Natale didn't get very far. And speaking of bringing our worldview into various walks of life, we know that the elections are coming up in Tasmania and in South Australia in March. In Tasmania, first off, we know that Labor has uh, curtailed the relationship that they had with the Greens. How do you think that will play out at the ballot box? It'll be interesting, Tracy. Um, I see it you know, fairly cynically. Uh, here's Labor... Um, suddenly at five minutes to midnight before the election, terminating their power-sharing arrangement with the Greens. And, and what people may not realise uh, in the other states is that Labor and the Greens were actually in, in a full-blown coalition um, where you had uh, Greens members actually in the, uh, the Cabinet, uh, right at the heart of gov- government. And uh, that's not been done anywhere else except for in the Australian Capital Territory. And uh, the interesting thing about this arrangement with the Greens was that before... The previous election in 2010, uh, the, uh, the then Premier David Bartlett, who, who resigned soon after winning the election, uh, promised uh, ACL uh, that uh, he wouldn't do, quote, deals with the devil, um, said that they wouldn't uh, 
uh, going to do any arrangement with the Greens, but of course that was um, broken straight after the election. They entered into an agreement and of course had the Greens in the Cabinet. Now suddenly uh, the Premier, Lara Giddings, is wanting to distance herself from the Greens just before the election to try and you know show that Labor is differentiated. I don't think voters will buy it. It's very cynical um, and uh, they should never have done it in the first place. And in South Australia, the election there, also on the same date, March 15, Jay Weatherill announced on Sunday, went uh, on Saturday, I should say, went to see the Governor-General. He's saying that this is going to be about jobs in particular, this election. Uh, yes, that, that's obviously very close to the heart of South Australians with the closure of uh, Toyota uh, and uh, and Holden, uh, reasonable Toyota, more affecting uh, Melbourne, but uh, certainly the Holden uh, plant uh, there in uh, Adelaide is going to be affected when it closes down over the next uh, two or three years. Uh, so, yeah, jobs well and truly on the agenda there. Uh, the, the Labor government there under Jay Weatherall is, is looking uh, a little vulnerable. Um, they've been in power uh, the last couple of terms. Uh, Mike Rand, of course, was the long-serving uh, uh, Premier before Jay uh, Weatherall. So it'll be interesting to see whether he can hold on. Stephen Marshall, the Liberal leader, is uh, favoured to win that election. But, uh, of course, um, you know, it's a, it's a long way to go to, to March 15. The, the South Australian Parliament has endured a lot of, um, like Tasmania, a lot of attempts at uh, radical social legislation. There's been prostitution bills, euthanasia bills, same-sex marriage bills, all, all defeated. Uh, but um, it'll be interesting to see how these issues play out in the election campaign. Um, you've got Family First there with two members of the upper house. They're a significant influence uh, in South Australian politics. So... Yeah, all the ingredients are there for a fascinating campaign. And, of course, on a federal level, the polls out today are showing that Bill Shorten has lost his lead. This is very interesting, Tracy, because uh, the Abbott government is, is still fairly new. Uh, they had a, had a big slump in the polls uh, in the early part of this year, which uh, surprised a lot of commentators. And, and in fact, it was one of the worst uh, slumps in the polls for a new government. Uh, but uh, they've recovered that ground fairly quickly. It would seem... Perhaps um, their campaign uh, about union corruption and industrial relations issues uh, might be cutting through with the electorate. And, uh, and uh, so the coalition has, has edged ahead, um, 52% to 48 or, or 51-49 on uh, two-party preferred. But uh, Bill Shorten's um, uh, personal satisfaction rating has dropped by about 11 points. That's quite a slump. But uh, it's, it's early days yet, um, Tracy. Uh, you, know, the, you know, polls uh, come and go. Um, I guess you know the, the proof will be in whether this is um, a trend that we see over coming months. Yeah, absolutely. Now, well, while the Prime Minister, Tony Abbott, and uh, Barnaby Joyce are out touring drought-affected regions at the moment, it was good to see some rain finally did fall. Sadly, nowhere near enough to break the drought. Yes, lovely to see that rain. Uh, people really are uh, doing a very, very tough out in the bush uh, yet again. Uh, droughts seem to be part of the Australian landscape, unfortunately. And um, it, it's a really thorny issue for governments because um, uh, droughts, you know, creep up very um, silently um, over time and uh, people find that they can't feed uh, cattle and sheep, uh, crops don't grow, and it uh, puts enormous pressure on uh, farm businesses, uh, particularly where there's debt. And uh, you can't service debt when you've got no income and you can't get an income when there's no rain. So uh, it's appropriate, I think, that governments look at this providing debt relief, um, transport relief for fodder and the like. Uh, 
uh, Tony Abbott, I'm, I'm sure we'll come back from this tour. Cabinet will meet uh, this week, and uh, I'm sure there'll be some sort of uh, relief package announced, and I think that's appropriate. But uh, the best relief is, is, of course, the rain, and uh, it was good to see some of that, and trust we get more. That's right. We'll continue to pray for rain uh, in the coming weeks. That's Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby. Lyle, always good to talk to you. We'll talk again next week. Yeah, thanks a lot, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.